What's up, my beautiful people? This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Tell Tough Tiff All About It. Yes, and today I have the tea for you. But before we get on with the show, you know I have to celebrate the national holidays that we are celebrating today. And there's two of my favorite. The first holiday that we're celebrating is National Pancake Day. Yes, today is National Pancake Day. And I don't know about you, but I love pancakes. I can eat pancakes every day. That's my favorite breakfast meal. But it doesn't matter. Some people like to make their own pancakes from scratch, or you might just want to go to your favorite restaurant for breakfast. And it doesn't matter what type of pancakes you like. They have everything you could think of from buttermilk pancakes, strawberry, chocolate chip, apple, you name it, they have it. And they also have different types of serves and butter that you can add to pancakes. And you might like your thin stack pancakes. Some people like thick pancakes. And it doesn't matter if you call them hot cakes, Johnny cakes, you know, whatever you like to call them. But celebrate today, National Pancakes Day. And you might go to your favorite restaurant and they might have a special today. So you never know. So take advantage of that. And also, on a very serious note, we're also celebrating National Situational Awareness Day. And this is a day just to recognize the importance of one's safety. Especially now with everything that's going on in the world, it's a lot of dangerous, wicked activities that is happening all over the world. It's not just in our city in Chicago, but it's everywhere. And we have to be more mindful and aware of our environment and our surroundings. So when you're walking down the street, don't have your head down. Pay attention. You want to look at the front of you, the back of you, and the side of you. You need to know what's going on because you don't want to get hit by a car. You don't want to get kidnapped. You don't want to get carjacked if you're in a car because you're not paying attention because you're texting on your phone or you have your head down. And you want to look up when you're walking because sometimes things fall off the building. So you just have to be aware, especially when you're in a construction area. Be careful because it might be an area where it might not be safe. You could fall in the ground. So you always want to pay attention to your surroundings. And even when you go to places where there's a big crowd, if you're in a shopping mall, if you're at a game, pay attention of your surroundings and also look for exits everywhere you go. So you know if you have to get away quickly, you know which way to go. And also when you're walking down the street, you also have to pay attention for stray dogs. And sometimes it could be them vicious dogs that might have gotten away, you know, from, you know, their home or just could be a stray dog. So you have to be careful that be careful about that as well. So please be aware of what's going on around you. Doesn't matter even if you're at home. You got to be safe at home. Make sure your doors are locked. Make sure your windows are locked. If you have an alarm, put your alarm on. Don't open the door to strangers. I don't care what they have on or how they identify themselves. If you're not expecting them, don't open your door. Don't ever let anyone know that you're home alone. Things like that. Be careful with the information you give over the phone. Don't give out your social security number. Don't give out bank account information. So it's things like that you just want to be more mindful of so you can be careful. And please, this is how you celebrate National Situational Awareness Day. Now, I don't know about you, but I am ready to get on with the show. And today is Monday, September 26th. 2022. Can you believe it? We're at the end of September. Just think this weekend 
it will be October. Next thing you know, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving and we'll be talking about Christmas. This year just flew by. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, I I don't even remember what happened in January, let alone September. So this year have really flew by. But I hope things are getting better for you and your family because it's been rough. It's been rough with this pandemic for the past three years. We're still dealing with it, but hopefully things are getting better for you. And I hope this show, Tell Tough Tiff All About It, not only will it help you, but I hope it entertains you. Hope you get to laugh a little bit, get to smile a little bit, give you some sort of relief with everything else that's going on with your life. So I hope I am at least doing that. And guess what? I have an update for you before we get on with the show. So in case anyone might have missed the last Tell Tough Tiff All About It, this was a question from that show, and I have an update and I wanted to share that with you. So for the ones that maybe didn't remember this or maybe this is your first time hearing about it, there was a young lady who had wrote a letter and she was basically in love with her stepbrother. Yes, it was her stepbrother. Uh, What happened, her mother got remarried and she said she loved her stepsister. Her stepsister was like the sister she never had. But she had a thing for fine-ass Devon. That was the stepbrother. And she was trying to decide, should she pursue something with him? Because she didn't know if that was going to cause friction in the family. And she didn't know if he was attracted to her that way. So it was just a lot of stuff that she was just trying to figure out what she should do. So I gave her advice. You know, I gave her different, you know, things that she should think about before she make any decisions. Because like I explained to her, it could be a hard thing to do, you know, to pursue this relationship, you know, especially since this is a stepbrother. But, you know, I gave her all the different, you know, tips and suggestions. And here is the response. Here we go. Let me get let me get that letter out really quick. All right, here we go. So it says, Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I just wanted to thank you for the advice that you gave me when I asked you, what should I do if I pursue a relationship with my stepbrother? Well, I just wanted to let you know, I did speak with my stepsister and I just kind of, you know, in a roundabout way asked her, was he dating anybody? And she basically told me that he is a dog. She said that he have too many women as it is. He's not committed to anyone. He's not thinking about being committed to anyone. She even told me he have an older lady who's taking care of him. So when she told me all of that, I was like, wow. I was really disappointed because I really felt like we had a connection. But I guess... He just really looked at me like a sister. So I didn't let her know. She she had no idea that I like him or anything like that. I just, in a roundabout way, asked her. And after that, I did see Devon. And he was telling me that he got a friend that likes me. And he wanted to know if I wanted to meet his friend. So I told him, yeah, I'm cool with that. So I supposed to be meeting his friend soon. So I guess... Will just be stepbrother and stepsister, but there's no romance there at all. But thank you, Tough Tiff, for the advice because you did mention to me I should investigate a little bit more to find out if he was involved in a relationship. And my stepsister told me he is a player. So, but so much for that. So, thank you again for your advice. Wow. Well, I can say this much. 
Good thing that you didn't put yourself out there like you was originally planning to do. Just think if you went to him and told him how you felt and then he would have, you know, kind of rejected you, you know, and that would have been a, a, a very awkward situation. It would have made it hard to see him, to be around him. So, you know, it's good that it worked out this way. So this way he'll never know and the family would never know. And now you could just move on with your life and you never know. Maybe his friend is a nice guy. Maybe he fine too. So you never know. So I wish you luck on that. And hey, if there's a love connection, please let me know. Give me an update. I would love to find out if his friend was somebody that you like. You never know what might happen. So keep me updated. But thank you so much for letting me know because I was really curious what was going to happen. I said, is she going to tell him or did she investigate it some more? So I'm I'm so glad that it worked out for you that way because I didn't want you to get hurt. And in this case, I didn't want your family to be affected because I didn't want families to get split up or, you know, become an issue with people being around each other. So I'm, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. But thank you again for your update. I really appreciate that. Well, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I think you need to buckle up now. Okay, you may want to check your mirrors, make sure everything is adjusted, because we're about to take a ride on love. I'm telling you, we're about to take a ride, because I got some questions for you today, and I'm going to try to get to all three of them in a timely manner, okay? But these are some good ones. I'm telling you, these are some good questions that y'all send me and I appreciate it. It keep me thinking. It keep me on my toes. And like I say all the time, I'm no doctor. I'm no expert. But I know a thing or two of this thing we call love. And based on my own experiences that I have experienced throughout my life in relationships, all I can do is share with you what I would do. And it's up to you to take whatever advice might benefit you to help you to find love or to help you to be happy in the current relationship that you're in. Because like I said, everyone deserves love. And hopefully you can find your forever or you can find your person because everyone deserves to be happy okay here we go so the first question let me bring that up and you know sometimes I can't say exactly everything that (laughs) you know people send to me because you know some people are very passionate about the way they talk and you know I want to be respectful you know to my listeners so you know I might not say exactly what they say but at least you'll get the point all right here we go So my first question, it says, hi, tough Tiff. He's a nice guy. I've been dating him for six months. He have a good job, a nice house, a nice car. He treats me very nice. We go out, we have a good time. So it's still a fresh relationship. However, I have to be honest, tough Tiff. His sex game is weak. And now what I've been doing on the side, I'm dating Well, I'm not even going to say dating. I'm fooling around with my ex-husband. And now my ex-husband want me back. What should I do? My husband, well, ex-husband, I should say, his sex game never was an issue. But should I dump the nice guy for my ex-husband because I'm not happy with his sex? What should I do? (sighs) Okay, (laughs) 
So we're talking about the Mr. Nice Guy. And we're talking about the ex-husband. So we got a lot of things here that we need to talk about. First of all, you said that he's a nice guy. And you said this is a new relationship. That is six months. That's a new relationship. You're still learning about each other. You know, learn about each other's habits and different things you like and dislike. But you say he have a good job. He got a nice place, nice car. He take you out, treat you right. So these are all good qualities. But you said the sex game is, is weak. Now, I understand. Sex is very important. And sex is also needed in a relationship. I get that. But sex is not everything. Come on. Let's keep it real. Sex is not everything. Sex ain't going to pay the bills. You know, after a while, sex, you know, is not as it used to be, especially as you get older. So you have to think about all of those things. And now you got to ask yourself, can it be fixed? Can you be a teacher? Can you be an instructor? Come on now. Can you teach your man? how to love you, how to satisfy you. It can't be that hard. You could tell them maybe a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, or can you kiss this or can you kiss that? Come on now, we grown folks. Let's talk. Let's talk. Is it that hard to just tell them how to do it, how you how you want it? Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he don't know. We can't always assume everybody know. And then you got some people that just don't have a lot of experience in that area. Now, you got some people... Hey, like you say, your ex-husband, some people really know what they're doing based on their experience. But then you have some people that haven't had a lot of experience in that area. So they may not know everything to do to please you or satisfy you. So the only way to do that, you got to let Mr. Nice Guy know. You got to tell him, hey, I appreciate you. You treat me right. We have a good time together. But I would really appreciate it if you did this when we're in the bedroom. Oh, I would really appreciate it if you did this when we're intimate. You got to talk to him. And, and not just talk to him. Guide him. Take his hand. Show him, girlfriend. Show him. Say, do it like this and do it like that. Let him see what satisfy you. Just like you ask him, what satisfy you? It's all about talking. Talk it out. Talk it out. It ain't worth dumping him already. It's new. Six months. This is fresh. This is brand new. And if it's just a sex, that's an issue. See if you can teach him. You got a little time, I think, to teach him. Now, I can see if it's been going on three and four and five years. Then I can understand. But in six months, I would say try to show him how to love you. That's something that we as women have to do sometimes. Sometimes we have to show our men how to satisfy us, how to make us happy. So I would recommend that because you're saying you're dipping off with the ex-husband. Well, first of all, let's talk about that. He's an ex for a reason. You know, ex means it's over, it's done, it's been that, done that. So why would you want to go back to your ex-husband. He was an ex for a reason. So it wasn't the sex that was a problem. Or maybe that was the issue. Maybe he was having sex too much. And it maybe wasn't with you. Whatever the case. I'm, I don't know about that. I don't know why y'all broke up. I don't know why y'all got a divorce. But why would you want to go back? You already turned the chapter. You already turned turn the page to your new chapter. So why would you want to go back to that mess? Yeah, the sex might be great, but what was the issues that y'all have? Think about that. Have a reality check. Say, okay, besides the great sex, 
Why did we break up? What was our issues? Do I want to go back to that? Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes people can work it out, reconnect. You know, it's that the song second time around. Sometimes second time around might be it. Might be it. Might that might be the case. But you got to ask yourself: Is this like lust or love? Are you in like in lust or in love? So you got to think about that. If it's just sex, if it's just satisfaction that you're looking for on a physical level, then I would not dare dump the nice guy for the ex-husband. Let that ex-husband go. He's from the past. You in the present trying to move to the future. And Mr. Nice Guy, sound like he had potential girlfriend. I wouldn't let that go just yet. I will talk to him, show him, teach him. Teach him how to satisfy you in every way, okay? And if that doesn't work, okay, then you might have to reevaluate the relationship and say, hmm, maybe this is not the one for me, or maybe this is not my person, or maybe this is not my forever, or whatever you might call him, your boo, or whatever. But I would give him at least the benefit of the doubt since it's only been six months. But girlfriend, let the ex-husband go. Let him go. And see, a lot of times, what will happen, your ex will come in your life when he know you happy. Okay? That's just a proven fact. When you are happy in a relationship, your past will come back to interrupt your present so it can block your future. Did you get that? Okay, somebody missed that. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes your past will come to interrupt your present to block your future. Don't let your ex-husband do that. He's an ex for a reason. Let him remain in the past. You had that season with him. That's over with. Let it go. Wish him well and keep it moving, girlfriend. Keep it moving. Even if it's not with the Mr. Nikes guy, you deserve something brand new. That's baggage from the past. Don't bring that old baggage into your new relationship with Mr. Nice Guy. Give Mr. Nice Guy the benefit of the doubt. Now, after you teach him, instruct him, and show him how to go left, how to go right, how to go fast, how to go slower, and he's still doing the same thing, okay, did I understand? Then you might have to say, you know what? This ain't going to work. We just going to be friends, and then you keep it moving. But give him the benefit of the doubt, okay? So keep me posted on Mr. Nice Guy, but please, please, whatever you do, let the ex-husband go. Girl, it's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. Sex is wonderful. Sex is beautiful. Sex is important. But it's not the entire relationship. You got to think about how is he treating you? Does he communicate with you well? You know, does he support you? Is he a good friend? You know, do you feel safe when you're around him? These are the, is he a God-fearing man? These are the things that you're looking for. Is he a good provider? You know, those are the things you want to look at. Does he get along with your family? Does he get along with your friends? Is he likable? Is he sociable? All of those things also play a part in a relationship plus sex. You understand what I'm saying? So just don't let the relationship just be based on sex. If you're looking for more, you know, serious, um, a serious situation. Now, if you just want sex and that's it, then okay, do you. But if you're looking for more than that, please give Mr. Nice Guy the opportunity to show you that he might can do better 
or even he might blow your mind. You know, he might be holding back a little bit because he may not know if you're ready for all that. You never know, girl. You might have a freak. They don't even know you got a freak. <laughs> so I'm just saying, give Mr. Nice Guy a chance. You be surprised. He might blow your mind. Okay? But keep me posted. That was a good question. I really enjoyed that. All right. So here is question number two. Did you enjoy that? Did I give a good advice? I hope I did. I hope y'all y'all feel I did okay. You know, I try to do my best. All I could do is give you advice based on my own experience and what I would do. Not saying it's right. Now, I'm not saying I'm always right, but I try to think of things that will help you to, you know, make better decisions. You know, when you're trying to figure out if you want to be with someone or if you want to get to know someone or if you want to remain in a relationship that you're in and you just want it to get better. So hopefully you uh, appreciate my responses. All right, here we go. You still buckle up with me? Okay, we're paying attention to where we're going. We don't want to get lost along the way, okay? So let's pay attention to the signs of love as we drive it. Okay, so here we go. Question number two. Let me see what this one is. Okay, now this one. Ooh, oh yeah, this one. I remember this. Ooh, I read this one. I was like, ooh, we. But again, no judgment. No judgment on my part. I never want you to feel that I'm judging you because this is real life. This happened. This is part of life. And I am not in no position to judge you because we just never know what happened. How do people get in different situations, circumstances? All I can do is try to help you out as much as I can. That's what Tough Tiff is here for, to help you out. But here we go. Question number two. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, I love your show. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I always listen to all the good advice that you give to your listeners. So I hope you can help me with mine. This is going to be hard. I have been dating my girlfriend for three years and everything is going good. I have no complaints. I have nothing to say negative about her. We have a great relationship. However, there's a secret about me that she don't know about. And it's eating me alive. And I feel it's time for me to come clean and tell her the truth. I just don't know how to do it. But I think it's time. Because she's in love with me. And I love her too. But she needs to know something else about me. I'm gay. But I still love her. But I'm attracted to men. And I really don't want to be intimate with with her anymore. And there's nothing that she's doing wrong. I'm just not into women anymore. I'm attracted to men. And I just don't know what to do. What would you do, Tough Tiff, in this situation? Whoo-wee. Yeah. So you are in a relationship with a woman, but you gay. Mm. Whoo. It's a hard one. This is a hard one. Okay. Well, like I always say, honesty is the best policy. And sometimes being honest can be painful. It can be hurtful. But it's always important to tell the truth at all costs. And in this situation, it's going to be painful. And it's definitely going to be hurtful because you have been involved with this lady for a long time. You know, three years 
That's a long time to be with someone. So I'm assuming that y'all have shared a lot of special moments together. And that's why she's so in love with you. And I'm quite sure y'all have done a lot of things together. Your families know each other. Your friends know each other. So this seemed like a very happy relationship. But what's going to be hurtful and painful to her is that she was not honest about you. And I'm quite sure she's not going to judge you based on who you like and who you are attracted to. But what's going to hurt her is that you have lied to her for three years. Three years you knew that you was attracted to men, like you say, because you're a gay. And I don't know what your reasons were. I don't know where you're afraid to come out or you felt your family was going to turn against you or you was ashamed. I don't know what your reasons are why you waited this long. But now the fact that you're coming out and now you want to be honest and be truthful. I applaud you for that because it's best that you be honest and truthful, not just with your girlfriend, but you need to be true to yourself. And I'm assuming this probably have been eating you up on the inside because you know you have been basically living a lie. But what's going to be hurtful to her is that she's going to feel like it's something she did wrong. She's going to feel like she's less than a woman. She's going to feel like it was something about her that turned you off or, or made you go that way. So definitely when you do have this very painful conversation, you want to definitely reassure this young lady that it has nothing to do with her and that this is all on you. And you want to explain to her why it took you so long to come clean and to be honest with her. Because whenever you're hurt by a loved one, it's painful. It's painful. It doesn't matter if it's the same sex, opposite sex. When you are hurt by your loved one, that's that's so painful. And she's going to be heartbroken. I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie about it. She is going to be heartbroken. That's 3 years you have been in her life as her man. And she might be at the point where she's looking at getting married, having kids with you. She's she probably see a future with you. She probably see forever with you. And now you're about to tell her you no longer want to be with her because you are attracted to men. That is going to hurt her. So you have to be very careful with your words, how you talk to her. You want to make sure that you reassure her that this is not anything to do with her. This is all on you. You was trying to figure out how you was going to come out, how soon you should come out. You know, you're going to have to apologize, you know, because, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to put on somebody to let them know I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And see, a lot of people don't realize there's a difference. There's definitely a difference. You can love someone just for them being who they are, you know, because you love them for, you know, being there for you. You love them because of the special bond that you share. You love them for the memories that you share. So you can love people for different reasons. But to be in love, that's different. And what you're basically telling me in this letter is that you love her because of all the things that you have experienced and shared together. 
but you're just no longer in love with her because you have a preference and you have attraction for men. So I definitely recommend that you have this conversation with her as soon as possible. And when you do, I don't know what your, you know, religious background is, you know, but I would recommend if if you do have a personal relationship with God, that you pray first. So this way you'll know what words to say. And when you talk to her, you want to start off by letting her know how much you appreciate her, how much she means to you, and how the bond that you share is something that you will always cherish and she will always mean a lot to you. You want to make sure you get that across first. And then let her know that you hope that y'all can always be friends, that you don't, you know, you don't want to be enemies, you know, but give her some time. I'm going to be honest. Give her some time because she might be at the point where she might, you know, hate you and not necessarily hate you. But, you know, people will say that she might not want to be around you. She might block you. So expect all of those things. But maybe somewhere down the line, you guys can reconnect and at least be friends. I hope down the line, but don't expect that right away. But you have to be honest with her. You have to let her know why you took so long to come out. And you apologize, you know, for, you know, kind of prolonging it and kind of leading her on. So you want to be as honest, but be very careful with your words because there's power in words. So you want to make sure the words that you say are very sensitive and very compassionate. And you have to think about how she's going to feel to find out that her boyfriend that she has been dating for three years is telling her that he's gay. So put yourself in her shoes and think about how you would like someone to deliver that message to you and you try to do the same. Be careful with how you talk to her. But it's going to be a hard conversation. I can't sugarcoat that at all. Be prepared for all of it. She might give you back some verbal abuse. You know, it's it's, going to get ugly. But trust and understand where she's coming from and give her time, give her the space that she needs so she can take all this in and interpret all of this. But just try to be as loving as you can and caring as you can. And also, please apologize as much as you can. But you have to be honest with yourself because once you come out and tell her all of the truth, and then you can be truthful with yourself. You will be at peace. You will be able to be happy. And I wish you the best in your journey to find love. I don't know if you found someone already or you just know that you are attracted to men. But I wish you the best on your journey to find love. And I hope you wish her well to find love because it's going to take time for her to trust another man. She's going to always have thoughts in her mind. Is this guy really attracted to me? Does he really like me? So that's going to, it's going to take some time for her. But honesty is always the best policy. So I wish you the best. Please keep me posted. Let me know what happened with that one. Wow. 
That's a hard one. Whew, that's a hard one. But thank you for that question because somebody else might be going through that. Somebody might be afraid to come out that they are gay, that they're no longer attracted to, you know, the opposite sex, that they're attracted to the same sex. And they might not know how to start this conversation, how to be truthful, how to be honest with themselves. So thank you for sharing you know, your story. And we hope that this might help someone else that might be in a similar situation as you. But please, if you can, keep me posted. Wow. That was a good question. Wow. Well, I hope y'all enjoying it. We almost at our destination. So stay buckled up. Let's look both ways. Let's make sure that we're not going through the light of love. Okay. If we see red, stop. Okay. And that's the thing about love. Love is like a traffic light. Sometimes you got to know when to go. And when to go, when the light is green, is when everything is in divine order. Like the relationship flows well. Y'all get along. Y'all communicate well. Y'all interact well. The chemistry is there. That's, that's a go. That's when you know you can keep going. You can keep going in the love. It's a green. It's a go. But sometimes, you know, we get those signals, those red flags. That's that yellow light. That's when you need to use caution. Be mindful. Pay attention to little things. Don't think everything is cute. Like if he calling you a lot or asking you where you at and you say, oh, that's just cute. He just care about me. No, girlfriend, those are red flags. He might be a jealous guy or he might be kind of crazy. Same thing with a girl. If a girl just pop up over your house, don't call, just pop up. These are kind of things you got to look at. Those are your red flags, but those are what you call them, yellow lights. Use caution. Be careful. You might have to yield. You might have to slow down. Same thing. You might have to slow down a relationship when you see those kind of signs. Don't think, oh, it's cute. It's not cute. Those are signs that that person might be possessive, abusive, or crazy, or cray-cray, okay? So please pay attention. But then... We know them red flags when we got to stop. When you see that red light, that means stop. We know when we shouldn't go past, but sometimes, you know, we hard-headed and we thinking, oh, I could change. Listen, you can't change nobody. A person have to change on their own. So if you seeing these red flags that not changing, not going anywhere, let it go. Let it go. If you see that red light in love, stop, go, let it go, please. Don't think you can fix it. It's, it's, it's beyond being fixed. Some things just not meant to be. That's what I mean by a season. Some relationships are for a season. Some relationships are for a lifetime. Some relationships are for a lesson. Sometimes you meet people because they just need to teach you a lesson about love. So this way you'll know what to look for, what to expect, or what you want. So this way when you do meet your right person, you'll know. So think about those things as we're driving, okay? As we driving through love, think about those things. All right, well, here is the final question. I'm telling you, whew, this is the tea. Y'all ready for the tea? Here we go. It says, I just found out that I am the side chick. I have been dating this guy for five long years, and he is about to get married next month and I'm ready to stop this wedding what should I do my friends told me he not worth it but five years of my life 
where I thought I was the one and to find out that I was the side chick. Not only did he lie to me, but his family lied to me. His friends lied to me. So I'm ready to stop the wedding because this girl he about to marry, she need to know the truth. What should I do? Tough tiff. Woo, girl. Oh my gosh. Woo, this is deep right here. Five years? Come on, girlfriend. Five years? You had no idea that you was the sad chick? So you mean to tell me that you was going to all the major holidays to the family house? Were you going Thanksgiving, Christmas, or were you going Christmas Eve? Thanksgiving Eve. Got to think back now. Are you with the family on all the special holidays? Was he always available? Did you have his home number? Where was y'all meeting at when y'all was hooking up for five years? Did you ever go to his house? Or did y'all always meet at the hotel? Or did you meet at the friend house, the cousin house, or the mama house? I'm trying to understand how you did not know that you was the side chick. How often was he seeing you versus the future wife? I mean, it's just a lot going on right here. I'm trying to understand. So it's it's a lot of stuff I don't know. But based on just the information that you've given me, I can only go based on that. Five years, that's a long time. That's a long time. And I understand why you hurt. I get it. I would be hurt. I would be hurt if, if it was five days because this guy about to marry somebody, but he been with you. What makes her so more special over you and you've been with him for five years. So now you got to ask yourself, you got to think back, say, was I always at all the holidays? Did I really know him like I thought I did? Was it some things I didn't know? Some things I didn't question? Was it some things I overlooked? Did I see a, a certain woman that would come around and he would act differently? Did he always have to leave early? You know, You got to ask yourself some of these questions. And I don't know if this stuff might help you or not. I'm not sure. But one thing I was tell you, girlfriend, queen, you a queen. And I know you hurt five years. That's a long time. But honey, he's not worth you going to his wedding and embarrassing yourself because you're not going to hurt him. You're not going to hurt him at all because he could turn this around and be like, oh, she cray cray. Get her out of here. You know, and basically for what you're telling me, his family and friends, they was all in it. So they going to try to block you, too, if they see you. So it would just be a hot mess and it would just hurt you and embarrass you and make you look bad. And it's not worth it. I know you hurt. I know you hurt. But I promise you, queen. That would get taken care of. Believe me, that would be taken care of. She's going to find out about him one way or the other. She's going to find out about him because if he did that for five years, <laughs> imagine what else he been doing. So believe me, if she don't know, she might already know that he was sliding on the side with somebody. You'd be surprised. There's some women out here that know what they men doing, but they don't care. They will stay with him just to say, I got a man. So I wouldn't be surprised if she might already know about you. But it's not your job to go to that wedding and embarrass yourself and to take your crown off. You a queen, honey. 
Don't embarrass yourself. Don't even waste your time. But at this point, if he tries to come to you and spend some time with you or try to come up with some stories talking about, baby, I I, I love you. I'm only doing this for this and that. You know, he gonna, he might come up with all kinds of stories so he can still see you on the sly. But girlfriend, block him. Block him every way you can. Block him from all your social media. Don't let him be able to contact you at all. If he come over your house, don't answer the door. You got to shut it all the way down. Now, it's okay if you want to maybe, you know, tell him off one more time. But if you think you might be weak and if he give you some script, you might get intimate with him again. Don't even put yourself through it. Just let the relationship go. And it's going to take time. It's going to take some time. And I'm going to be honest, you might have to go to some counseling, you know, just kind of to get through it, you know, just to regroup and to reconnect, to refresh, because that's five years. That's a long time you invested in a relationship with this man. You was probably thinking that you was going to be the Mrs. Right one day. And then you come to find out he married a whole nother woman. Oh, my gosh. I can understand why that would hurt you. So I would suggest if you might want to do some counseling just to get over the pain, to get over the hurt. So this way you can recover and to become a better version of yourself. But please, whatever you do, don't put yourself in harm's way by going to that wedding and trying to embarrass him, trying to hurt him, because it's all going to backfire on you and it's not worth it. Believe me, your king is out there. Your special person is out there and he's looking for you. And the thing is, sometimes we have to go through the ugly to get to the pretty. If you understand what I mean, sometimes we have to go through some trials and tribulations in a relationship so we can get to our person. But believe me, he waiting on you. He looking for you. And it's not your job to find him. It's his job to find you. And that means you're just getting closer to your person. So let this relationship go. Wish him well and keep it moving. Don't wish any, you know, type of bad stuff to happen to him. Because believe me, he going to get taken care of. <laughs> Don't even worry about that. That's karma for you. You know, karma, karma will take care of that. You just continue to be you. Continue to be the beautiful person that you are. Continue to live your life, enjoy your life, and to find peace with yourself. And like I said, you might have to get a little counseling, you know, just to get over the hurt. But honey, don't waste your time. Don't stop that wedding. Live your life. This is your life. And it's all about how you live your life is what matters. But believe me, your person is out there. Everyone has someone out there for them. You just haven't met him yet. But he's on the way. I promise he's on the way. But thank you so much for your question. And I hope your question helps someone else because that's the thing. Five years and you thinking you number one. That just show that people out here can really play the game on you. And that's why we as women and men, you got to ask the right questions. You got to know you are the one. And the only way to and the only way to know that you are the one, you have to have the main phone numbers, not cell phone numbers. You got to know where he lived, where she lived, not where her mama lived, where the cousin lived, where the friend lived. But where is your house? Where do you live? 
That's how, you know, holidays. Am I sharing the major holidays with this person? Or are they trying to see me on the eve? Or are they trying to see me the day after Christmas, the day after New Year's? These are the kind of signs you look for. Or they're never available on the weekends. Or they can only see me on a Tuesday. Or they only see me on a Thursday. Or they can only call me before 10 o'clock. Or they can only call me 2 o'clock in the morning. These are the things you got to look for. And if you see those signs, that's what I'm talking about while we driving on the the expressway of love. And then we get off the expressway and we start taking them side streets. Don't be the side guy. Don't be the side chick. Know your place. If you're not the main chick, the only chick, or if you're not the main guy, it's not worth it. Let it go because you deserve better. Now, if that's all you're looking for, some fun, that's different. If you just want to have a little fun, okay, do you. But if you're looking for a serious relationship, know your status. Know what your title is. How do they identify you when they introduce you to their family and friends? Are they just saying, oh, this is my buddy. Oh, this is my friend. Or are they saying, this is my girlfriend. This is my woman. This is my lady. This is my queen. This is my fiance. What is she saying? This is my man. This is my boyfriend. This is my king. This is my boo. How are you being identified? So these are some things to look for. This is how you know if this is the green light of love. Should you keep going? It's a good thing. Or are you getting them red flags where it's that yellow light? Use caution. Pay attention. Okay. Or is it the red light saying stop? Let it go. Run. (laughs) Do whatever you got to do. Don't look back. So these are the things you got to think about, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm telling you, your questions were awesome. I love it. I love the questions that you send me. Please continue to send me questions so I can help you on Tell Tough Tiff all about it. This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did. And please take care of your families and yourselves and continue to share my show Tell Tough Tiff all about it or Tiff the Truth with all of your family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. God bless all of you, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye.